You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. It's Wednesday after 2 o'clock. That's when I start drinking again. Sorry about it. Sorry, I do. I start at 2 on Wednesdays because the week has been tough. Today, we've got a special guest in the studio, Lucinda Cramsey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I, I can't tell, dude. I can't tell. You walked in, and the first thing out of your mouth was, you mind if I go rip a cancer stick out front? I'm like, sure. I can do, we can do whatever we want. You can smoke on set if you want. We don't care. Yeah. Um, but there's something untrustworthy about her, Dan. Uh, now, we've only chatted with her on the phone. I think she's been arrested before. I think coming in hot. I think coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Yeah. How many times have you been arrested? One time. Okay. It was for a fight, I bet, right? No, I broke a window because somebody said they were suicidal, so I broke the window. Try to save them. No shit. No shit. What happened? Did I was they at live? The, yeah, I was at the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have that on the big jobs. <laughs> I mean, you ask. I mean, here Is we are. Now you know. real, dude? I mean, you never know, right? Oh, that's great. There that's we go. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you were the owner, operator of one of our favorite companies, Moink. Uh, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway has been a subscriber for, I don't know, two plus years now. Something like that. Uh, initially, we found out about you on Shark Tank years ago. Fight Club. Yeah. And then an underground fight club in which uh, you killed three women, I think. <laughs> mm. No arrest for that. No. Because no. it was mutual combat, which is legal in some states. That was yeah. just Including Texas, That was by just the way. a good time. It mm. was. It was a blast. You know, it's funny you bring <laughs> that up because I brought something for you. What do you got? Oh, is it a gun? Zari brought mine too. Okay, you did. What is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a Glock forty-three. Okay, I uh, just a uh, X. You know, um, I do call Shark Tank Fight Club because I felt like we were fighting. Uh huh. Well, I brought you some gifts. I'll these you. are standard issue for Moink. All company employees carry these. Okay. Um, you know how J.C. Penney put out those snow globes every year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it a fucking grenade or some shit? Because that'd be great. So Moik puts these out every year. You get the special edition. Oh, this nice. This is what well, I carry. This is my preferred no method. Way. Made in America. Very nice. Right. Thank you. You know, uh, they said that... Uh, Perfect. Walk Look softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. Well, when you work in an industry where uh, four companies control over 80% of the meat industry... Mm-hmm. 60% of U.S. pork is controlled by one company, mm-hmm. wholly yep. owned by the Chinese... Yep. We walk softly and carry a switchblade, my friend. You sure do. And you, you're, you gave us Kershaw, and Kershaw is also one of our advertisers here. Really? So, yeah, we love Kershaw. Yep. These are uh, Huge private fan logo. I've, of, I've got Kershaw. I don't have there. any with the Moink logo on them, though. Well, so now when I, I stab, one extra one you can now when I stab people, they're going to know that I'm also I mean, eating protein, right? Yes. And, and everybody's going to know that. But uh, uh, to give you guys uh, some backstory on this, 
Whenever we have advertisers on the show, uh, we always vet them to see if the products are great and if we like them. If we don't, we won't sell them to the audience. There's just no reason to take money and try to sell your audience something that you don't believe in. Uh, Now, typically, we take these phone calls, which are called onboards, and uh, this was the first time in the history where uh, the ad agency said, hey, the president of the company and owner wants to be on this call with you guys. And uh, and I said, "Uh, okay, Uh, just out of curiosity, why? She said, well, it's her company, and she wants to explain it, and it's better out of her mouth and everything else. And, uh, and they were like, we're just warning you. It could get a little crazy on the call. <laughs> and I hot. said, well, when, we're drinking, bros. Yeah. Like, this is the craziest show on the you, planet. So usually, usually when uh, an executive or owner of a company comes onto the onboarding call, it's because of brand safety issues, right? Like oh, we don't want to, yeah. we don't want to talk about this. So when we don't I said talk about a curse this. word, you, you, that's not what you thought. I knew we were in though, but I knew mm. we were going to be homies with it. And <laughs> the here's what I love in particular, and, and I said this right after the call was over. Um, you have these liberal ad agencies out in California and LA who book these ads and everything else, and then immediately the first thing out of your mouth was. You know, sixty percent of the meat's coming from fucking China, and I was like, "Oh shit, yes. this is the call that I've been waiting for, and yeah. this is awesome." And so when we hung up, I immediately called the ad agency, and I was like, "Can you just book her as a guest? Um, because it's crazy. We have farmers on here all the time. Why does our own government hate farmers so much?" Okay, well, there's a lot to unpack in that statement. So we're going to start with first of why did I get on the call with you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Less than two percent of Americans are farmers. One point three percent, to be exact. Yet when this uh, country was founded, if you go look at all those people that signed that Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. you'll find out the majority of them were farmers. It was farmers that overthrew the yoke of tyranny. Yet all of a sudden, we are this disappearing, right? If we were an animal, we'd be an endangered species. It's become a national pastime to go, oh, those poor farmers. Mm-hmm. Don't that sound cute? Yeah. So who are the farmers and who is their voice? Now, I'm probably the least, like, qualified to be the voice of the farmers with my jeans too tight, my lipstick too red, and I probably say motherfucker a few too many times. However, somebody has to step up and give the voice to the people that don't have one, and it's farmers that don't have them. And so it's often misunderstood what our struggle is Mm -hmm. because folks believe, uh, oh, let's do subsidies, let's do this. I don't want your motherfucking handout. I want an even playing field. That's what my company does. So I took that call because I am the voice. That's, I, I, I need, and then you represent my company of saying, it's not about brand safety. It's about, this is a real problem in which we really just need like an even playing field um, and, and to be understood or heard of some of the things we're up against as farmers, right? And like I said, you wanna shut down a um, conversation on an airplane real quick? Tell them you're a farmer, see what happens. I think well, one well-known wannabe politician once said, uh, anybody with some gray matter can be a farmer. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I might not be as educated as, say, uh, Dan. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you I am a walking Wikipedia of my trade. So let's not talk down to farmers either. If you knew what it takes to get food from farm to your table, then maybe saying grace would take on a whole new meaning. So uh, that's why I took your unburning call. Now, now why does the government hate us? They never did personally tell me why. Uh, I have never been given that personal reason of why they, why folks don't like us. Because we chatted about it on the phone, and you guys say they don't, you don't get any support. 
Um, they don't help you with taxes, anything else. Well, yeah, no, the how whole, else are we supposed whole, to get food the, to our table? The entire industry is set up to extract wealth out of people because food is the ultimate commodity, right? It's something like you, you can go, you can choose to go live outdoors for the rest of your life if you really want to. Yeah. You can go live in the Pacific Northwest and do that in the streets of the city if you want to. But you can't choose to not eat. That's fucking stupid. So they, they, this or um, drink, you know, mm-hmm. right? Water, right? Yeah. Uh, no, and, and booze too. You like to drink. Well, you can somewhere (laughs) together for you, baby. But there's like it's the the entire system because it's a a commodity that can't go away has been set up to extract wealth from the population. That's why all these checkoff programs at the federal level give organization. Like think about all the the um, sub level organizations under the FDA that can show up to your farm or your ranch or whatever the fuck and start. They're called checkoff programs, and they can. They can tax and fine you for shit, right? Mm-hmm. And all that does is get passed down to the consumer. That's why we have yeah. fucking food deserts in this country. It, like 20 million people in this country don't have access to freshly harvested meat or freshly picked vegetables. 20 it's million an hour people. for me. My nearest place to get uh, spinach is an hour. Unless really? I grow it in the backyard. Yeah, I live in rural America. Born, raised, still hail from town of 600 folks. Uh, ship our moink boxes from a town of 97. I will also say that on that point, you know, in the height of COVID or, or, or uh, the beer virus, whatever you call it, vid. Um, the cold, I think. Whatever words you be using, <laughs> you will know that uh, that same company I mentioned earlier, when it was no longer economically feasible to do so, to raise hogs, they shut down a lot of their facilities. So I don't know how you feel about foreign com- countries controlling our food source. Not great. But I also don't know how you feel about weather balloons. So, you know, we'll just move on, I guess. Well, we, like, have, like, we actually. Like, so, but in the height of COVID, you'd have starved to death had it not been for the small family farm. Yeah. If people right. knew how close we were to total food collapse. So when you put, um, you know, if, you re- if ICC exists. If I, a farmer, cease to exist, a small family farm, you are reliant on companies that are too big to fail for your food source. And they're also not American. Like Tyson technically is an American company, but 80% of the chicken they produce comes from fucking Brazil, not from here. And there's a noticeable taste difference in it. Um, Yeah. I I don't know if, uh, well, I mean, obviously you know, but I'm sure you haven't bought Tyson chicken in a while. Whereas, uh, take the rest of us uh, here in Texas. Um, This was my first introduction to meats. Uh, shipped in the mail that were frozen like this, where it was actual fresh ground beef, uh, fresh sausage, fresh everything that was shipped to my house. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, there's a meat guy that goes door to door here once a month uh, that Dan uh, uses occasionally, and uh, he's great as well. And that was my first introduction. And he's to from it. Missouri as well. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, so when we had uh, neighbors over at the house, uh, a lot of people have moved in from California and other places, Google execs and all that other stuff. Uh, obviously, our kids play and interact. Uh, we grilled these. Yeah, huge deal. Um, but we had these uh, uh, meats uh, spread out all over the counter, and then we tried all of them. I think one was bison originally, uh, and then we had ground beef, and then some other stuff. Dan's had you know tomahawk and, and everything else. I was just going to ask if you shared your steaks with him. Yes. And so it's one of those things where the taste is so noticeable that every single person that was there was like, I don't understand. Where are you getting this from? Well, people always ask how you cooked it. I'm like, I didn't cook it any differently than I ever do. Yeah. Just better meat, right? So okay. it's like, it, it's, it's not factory raised. Well, bullshit. I'll tell you why. Because a steak doesn't lie. A steak doesn't lie. Chicken doesn't lie. 
like uh you eat it you taste it you you know like if it tastes good it okay mm. uh, i what was that julia child said something to the effect of like start with good stuff and you can suck at cooking mm-hmm. i mean i don't know what she said but i'm paraphrasing there but my take on it is like just you know when you raise animals outdoors the way that they're supposed to be right and um I don't know. Don't cramp them up in a confinement building and stuff like this. There's a difference in the taste for sure. Speaking of which, I have more gifts. Are we oh ready boy, for the yeah, next guest? Let's, let's okay. do it. Round two. Mm, which way we're going? Okay. Well, we're gonna have it with something. Okay. We have like a bunch of things here. Okay. Uh, I brought some homemade moonshine. No nice. way. Yeah. What kind of moonshine you got? Apple there? pie. Apple pie moonshine. Let's go. I brought a, a ham. Cured ham. I would bet the farm on this. Okay. I actually did bet the farm on it. Um, let <laughs> me see what else I have. I have cups to put the moonshine in. I feel like I'm being attacked by this Shots. mic. It like does. I'm about to pull my knife. It, like, does. Can we do? it moves. Okay. It moves yeah. up and right. down. You well, can do whatever you want. Well, I mean, it's, it's coming in hot, and I yeah. have like a strong fight Do whatever response. you want, dude. Okay. Stabbing a microphone. Fight or flight, dude. Yeah, I'm fine. Go ahead and bash I choose it. ride. I choose as ride. As long as you're about an inch or two from it, you're good to go okay, there. Okay, I, uh, I have my own kind of bourbon. Is that a block of cheese? Well, yeah, because I thought we were having a picnic. We sure are. Let's <laughs> with, do it. With, with booze. Yes, let's okay. do it. We can absolutely do and it. Then I, wait, wait, wait. I Nobody's like ever had a picnic live on air before. Okay, this is, I am known for something. There is like a uh, something I am really, really good at. Mm. Charcuterie? No. <laughs> Knives and pies. <laughs> so, I have a ribbon, a blue ribbon to prove it. I brought you something special since y'all like uh, this is drinking bros. No way! I what made we got this there? this morning. It is a maple bourbon pecan pie. Okay. Oh, let's go! This is about to happen. Pecan pie is my favorite. It's by like the way, I'm from Georgia, so that's my favorite. With butter crust. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine is my favorite, but then pecan pie right under that. Okay, it's well, a second. very close second. Yeah. Is there any so, cocaine in that? I don't know, but can you open your knife? Because um, which one? Doesn't oh, matter. this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we have to like slice yeah. this up. I'm not slice it up. I'm not that classy. I didn't bring like the. You know, we're just we're doing this. This is Absolutely. how we're, do- this we is do how we're doing this. This is we're real this farmers today. This is how we're doing this. I'm right a real now. farmer today. But uh, we've had some farmers on in the past, and they've talked about their struggles and trials and tribulations for, through everything, and uh, it's fucked up, man. Well, let me give you some numbers. Okay. The average on-farm income in the United States is a loss of $1,100. More than 90% of us farmers have an off-the-farm job to pay for our farming habit. That's why I have to be so good at making pies. Yeah. Um, Farmers are more likely to commit suicide than veterans. We got a problem. 100% of us eat. Less than 2% of us are farmers. Yeah. And so why does it matter, right? You say, okay, well, why do I care? I'll tell you why I care. You know, that same company I said earlier, they use something called ractopamine. It's banned in 160 countries, including China. What is that exactly? It's like this, like, chemical, hormony thingy that makes them kind of like roid somewhere in between there. A little bit of... Steroids? Kind of, kind of. But it's not a roid, but it's more of a, like, a helps them grow faster. But it's... It's very similar to a steroid. Do you know where I can get any? Well, I here's just, the thing. It's just for personal consumption. It's HGH, basically. Yeah, just personal consumption. But, for, but uh, it's one of those things that if you uh, were around it too much, it'd kill you. Yeah. So maybe you don't want it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have it on my farm because it would kill my kids. Mm. So in that same thing, we, I, I believe just so recently, 
we went through something that like turned our world upside down, right? People got crazy. So when the world goes crazy, who do you want to raise your food? Who do you want in charge of making sure your children have food to eat? Me, who my culture, my family, my way of life depends on growing that food. Mm -hmm. That when, the, when America says we're in trouble, it's the family farms that step up and say we are here. We've been there, we'll still be here, and we'll keep on keeping on. Even though we don't make any money. Even though people talk down to us and say anybody with gray matter can be a farmer. Even though there's no prestige. Even though it is no days off, seven days a week, rain or shine. There is no, like, nobody's calling you a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's a hard way of life. <clears throat> but it's our way of life. So do you want me to feed you? Or do you want China? I I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, 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 for a friend, obviously. I'm asking for a friend. Obviously. So, uh, I didn't know any of our meat was actually coming from China, by the way. So, here's so the I thing. took that phone it's call. It's not. It's not coming from China. They just they own, own the farm. Oh, they own the farm. Uh, no shit. So right yeah. now, what's happening in the state of Missouri? They feed you food that they wouldn't eat themselves. As a matter they, they feed you food that they've banned in their country. Yeah, and they grow it so on that, U.S. soil. That's probably not a great idea, right? No the, shit. Yeah. So who runs those farms that are owned, owned by China? Okay, so the, a lot of times they're in confinement buildings. I think the cute little term they use is stationary pens. And believe it or not, it's kind of like slave labor. What they have done is convince farms, like family farms, right? Like mm -hmm. we, we don't hate the sweatshop worker. We hate the sweatshop. Let's get that straight, right? Yeah. Um, so a lot of times like Tyson and the, and the, the chicken farmers that they have con convinced, like in Arkansas and the South, mm -hmm. Mississippi's got some, is go buy this huge building. We'll send you these chickens. You raise them in these like very unsavory conditions right mm -hmm. and we'll pay you pennies and you'll probably go bankrupt but we will like manipulate you in such a way that you don't even realize what you're signing up for because you want to feed your family and we just sold you this blue sky and so then in the state of like missouri they are owned by these large corporations but the farmer isn't farming he is he's a sweatshop worker mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so then y y you as the farmer have to pay to get that confinement building. Okay. Millions. And then you're at their mercy, right? So it, it, why, again, it's the institutional knowledge as well. Like how do you become a farmer? Well, we got a joke back home that you either marry it or inherit it. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you can't get the uh, land. Two, how are you going to learn it? How do you learn it? Well, I can tell you on my land how the water lays. My children are better outside than they are in, a, like, they can tell you things. They know about chickens. They know about the moon and animals. And, and when, a, gosh, w when my sister-in-law got pregnant, my brother said, ain't no thing, baby. I've pulled calves before. If we can't get to the hospital, <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, brother, tell me he pulled brother. the baby out of the I said, brother, it's a vagina. lot different. It's a lot different. But you understand, you learn that even from, this is why generational, like family farms are so important, because it really does take a family. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's some mental health challenges that, that farmers are facing, clearly, if they're more likely to commit suicide. In fact, that's why I'm sitting here today. It's personal to me. I'm a child of that statistic. My father committed suicide. I'm very sensitive. You just heard me earlier. I got arrested over somebody saying that. Mm -hmm. it, it's a trigger for me. Because mental health, it's like, why is it? Let, let me put it in your brains, boys. I'm going to explain it real easy. You're going to go to work every single day for an entire year. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay for your lunch. You're going to pay for your gas, right? 
you're going to do the best you can. You're going to bust your ass. And at the end of the year, your boss is going to turn to you and say, give me $1,100. I'll let you come back next year. See if you want to go again. And then you turn to the right and the bank goes, hey, you got to pay, pay your house payment. Yep. Well, now you got to borrow more money to get your gas, get your food, get your this. A farmer is the only profession that I know that we don't set our own prices. It's traded on the Chicago Board of Trade. Mm. Pork bellies are so volatile, <clears throat> the market is so volatile, they stop trading them on the Chicago Board of Trade. But cattle, some, uh, who are these people? I don't know. I, I, I'd like to know who it is that's sitting somewhere in a room trading mm-hmm. hog futures and pork futures, and it's like, well, well, I can tell you the future based on the weather and what's happening at my farm. But you're telling me that the price that I get for my animals is determined by somebody that's probably never seen a dirt road? Lord have mercy. And so it's like, this is what we're up against. That's what we're dealing with. Uh, JFK once said that a farmer is the only people that buys everything at wholesale. Correction. Buys everything at retail. Sells everything at wholesale. Pays freight both ways. Wasn't wrong then and wrong now. And so everybody talks about it all the time. All Everybody talks about it. Those are big words. that let, Let's get specific about it. Every year it comes up in the farm bill, mm-hmm. right? And, and the farm bill is, ends up being tied to the food bill with like, um, I, I don't know what you call it. It's, I think it's called SNAP. It's like um, food stamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah SNAP, right? uh, EBT. And, it, this yeah. stuff. Why? <clears throat> Because there's only 1.3% of Americans that are farmers. Mm, right. so, so they tie it to something so we even have like a small voice. But that has no voice of what we really need to a day-to-day-to-day. There is no consistency. So Moink, what is Moink? Beyond, you know, switchblades and pie and, and fancy meat and really nice tomahawk And denim steaks. as well. And denim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Canadian denim. Se- yeah. tuxedo, is yeah, that what you call Tennessee it? Tennessee yeah. tuxedo. Uh, and red lipstick? Yep. But anyway, what is it really? It's so simple, it shouldn't have to exist. We give farmers an honest day's pay for an honest day's work. We fight for rural America. Mm-hmm. The long forgotten part of this country that, you know, America was built on the backbone of farmers and rural America. And, and again, it's easy to say those, those stupid, those dumb, they're this. I've heard it all. Uh, you know, I put an R in Washington for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Talk to me like that one more time. See what happens. But, you know, it makes us fight, like feel like we have to fight because it's like we're misunderstood. Well, guess what? The decline of the family farm, decline of rural America, they go hand in hand, right? Why do you care? Well, everybody started to care during COVID because y'all wanted to get out the city and come where we live and went, oh, shit, they ain't got internet. <laughs> no we don't baby no we don't i run an online business and gotta run to town to get internet do not have netflix and all that stuff but anyway our business is simple we pay an honest day's pay for an honest day's work to our farmers give them stability we give you a high quality product doing the right thing turns out leaves a good taste in your mouth taste is in the, the proof is in the taste Absolutely. Georgia, if you could come up here and uh, pour some of this moonshine out, that'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, I got I'd little love, cups. Love for you guys to sample Look, it as well. I don't have like uh, a knife knife. We've got cups. we got cups up here, Georgia. She I even brought, brought cups, dude. Dude. She even shot brought glasses. cups up here. Better bring some of that moonshine. I ain't no fly by yes. night, all right? Yes. I mean, I might be cutting this. this ham with my switchblade, but you know, you'll have that on the Who big cares? jobs. Who cares? Yeah, well, that's what we live for. Um, um, you know, so that's the other piece of it that's really near and dear to my heart. 
after I, I don't know what you call that, after I went on Shark Tank, people started to know me or something, right? I think they Fame. called that, you're a big deal. Yeah, you're people a big deal, you. you're famous. Uh, you walk Your around the street. Your apartment smells like mahogany. Yeah, rich <laughs> you have mahogany. many, many leather-bound leather books. Um, How do you know that if you don't have the internet? Man, I'm so pop culture. Like people tell it to me, I go search it, but don't give any sexual references. I don't get any of them. They go right over my head. It took me at least three weeks to understand that somebody sending you an eggplant emoji was somehow funny. Mm. I, I, I like the fact that you were watching Anchorman at some point on the farm. No, I never watched over. it. I no didn't. way. People have quoted it to me enough that I understand it. Mm. So funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, no. I'm a big fan. So this is apple pie we're, we're sampling right here? Yeah. For my private reserves, my friend. I keep that behind my desk at work. And look, you're going to have some meat Oh, God damn, that's good. Yeah, how you like me now? We're friends, Shit, aren't we? dude. We're right. homies now for we're life. We're homies. What are we mm. going to do about this? We this one's been This one's been baking for a while. I know. Yeah, it's, been, it's nice, huh? Is Jessie here yet? She would love some of this pecan It'll knock you down well. like Charlie Brown. She's not here yet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she is? Oh, she is yet. Tell her to come up and grab a Ooh, slice yeah, of pie. Like it? Uh, we got the pecan pie up here, man. too. This is amazing. I have Fresh bourbon cheese. in my... I have bourbon down there, too, but I don't know what it works if I tell you the brand or something. Oh, uh, we don't care. You is don't it like your it? bourbon? No, it's just the kind I drink. Oh, I just God. started drinking like two months ago. I decided to try something in life. I told my daughter, because uh, she's getting ready to launch, she's leaving home, she's like, you know, they grow up, I'm freaking out. She said, you need to get some coping skills. I said, I ain't got none. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to become an alcoholic. I'm starting today. And then the next day, well, maybe it was a week later, she said, how's that going? I said, it's not going well. You have to do it every day to be an alcoholic, and I forget. Yeah. Well, you know what Winston Churchill said? <laughs> Come you on up around here. You can't. You can't be drunk all day unless you start in the morning. Sure can't. Oh, thank sure you. Sure can't. You want some pie? Look at this. This is my wife, Jessie, here. She's she's a huge fan of Moink. Uh, we did not know she was bringing pecan pie up here today. I'll take some more of that moonshine, Giorgio. Um, this is the first time anybody's ever made us a meal live on air before. And uh, I'm down for it. So hey, you got to try it, and you got to be the judge of it here. This is my redeeming quality is my pie. It really is it your really redeeming is quality. Right out, out it, makes the, a, it covers a multitude of rough She'll also edges. go outside and have a real heater with you, by the way. Yeah. She'll rip a dart with you outside. Yeah. yeah. She's still an OG like that. Yeah, she's old school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Thank dude. You. Yeah. She'll, she'll go out and... and I need uh, like, something to dish this up. What do we got? Um, uh, we got some forks you can over use my here. Knife hand. Knife hands, if you want. Anthony's got the it's knife hand. Up, Where, I want a second hand. shot of right? moonshine it's, here. It's real maple syrup so let's like, from the tree. If they're um, not going to give us the tools. Oh, look at that. Yeah, use your hands. We don't care. I'll eat off your hands. We know you. Now, where can I get this? From Moink. From the Moink? as a swap. It's called oh, really? the, uh, okay. Surf. Look at that. Yeah, that's real nice. Right? Look mm -hmm. at this. I want you to know that all this is right here is salt. Okay. And it's been smoked. Salt and... And uh, a little bit of celery powder, like a minimal. But this is smoked. <laughs> this is very good. Yeah, Did you try the ham yet? I smoke. No, I haven't tried it. I, I haven't smoke tried a lot. So that's something that's different about Moink, like bacon and ham products and stuff like that. I call it naked bacon. Mm -hmm. I know she ain't had no naked bacon in your box, Dan. Try not to take it personally. Look at that. <laughs> but she just called you out, bro. I totally called you out. Um, I, what is, but once you, you mean try, like without... Uh, once you try moink bacon, like you don't go back, babe. Mm. What's the difference? It's naked. So what, there's no preservatives in it? No... It's salt, and then it's actually smoked, you know, the old school way. It's made... Uh, you taste this ham. It's about... Thank okay, you. First I, I love some ham, yeah, what, absolutely. It, 
Yeah, I, I smoke bacon from time to time. You do? Yeah. I'll it's, send you some pork belly. Yeah, I would love that. Look at this. What a little yeah. tiny feast here today. Yeah, yeah, you like that? The cheese is just for cutesy. <clears throat> You're right. Cheese. I don't have to take your farm. It's the best ham I've ever had. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to take it. You know that, right? Uh, if you I were was lying go, to me, I would have taken me. your... Yeah. Come at me. We bet a, a fighter... Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like... Uh, I mean, I did ask Dan if he wanted a shadow box. Uh, yeah, we can do that later. Okay. Absolutely. But we did bet a, a, a fighter, a UFC fighter on the show, if, if she lost a fight, we would take her dog. Did you do it? She said... Well, she agreed to a live on air. It was, two, was, it, was a two, it was a two-parter. It was 10000 to charity, and then... Um, we get her dog. I, she ownership gave, of the dog. She gave the charity money. So that that's was, great. So now she gave the charity money, but I she's babysitting the dog. it. She's no. keeping it. She's, she's for, babysitting. Yeah, she's babysitting our dog. Yes. Yeah. So correct. now you owe her child support on a dog. No, no, no. She got the better end There's of no that deal. For that. We don't pay her. Yeah. <laughs> we don't pay her for that. And she's in Florida. I don't think you even have rights in Florida. <laughs> okay. Well. But to this day, because that was about what a year and a half ago, I'll still hit her up and I'll be like, "Hey!" Every time she posts a picture of her dog, it was like, "You're holding my dog. I own that fucking dog." Yeah. So ship it out here. I want mm-hmm. the goddamn dog. Uh, I was going to take your farm, and this wasn't the best ham I've ever and you had. You know, I would have said, uh, if you want it, come and get it. I know. I would have said, come at me. And this is try and take the it. very best ham like I've ever had. Line too? Try and take it. Oh, yeah. Try and take it. Try and take Don't it. Don't shut on me, bro. Come and take <laughs> it. Try that stuff in a small town. I think it's, uh, it's one of those. It's one of those. Um, I'll. I'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw down at the four-way with some real Midwest. I'll, I'll tell you. Come hang with me. I'll show you how to get some rough edges. <laughs> you know what? I know, dude. You know what's interesting is there aren't, there aren't enough fist fights, right? Mm-hmm. The more fist fights there are in a society, the less real fights there are, I find. And my brothers used to fight a lot each other. I have mm-hmm. four brothers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know. One of them was supposed to have to watch the younger kids. One of them was supposed to bail the hay. Mm-hmm. And they got in a fist fight over this. Punches were thrown. Hands were broken. This. My parents made them compete in the high school. Ro- they they had made it to the high school rodeos final. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, oh, okay, it's fine. Y'all want to throw down and act like fools? You're still going to go compete. And they had to go, like, hang their heads in shame of, like, yeah, we. what happened to you boys? beat the crap out of each other we didn't want to like babysitter we didn't want to cut that whatever their whichever way they weren't wanting to go right and how did that end up they competed they lost and then they had to be embarrassed that they could have like done better had they not been like throwing like throwing punches at Mm -hmm. each other acting like fools like there's a time to do that but let's like (laughs) let's like you know Let's let's keep it under control. Let's I, not I like it. shoot ourselves in the foot when we do it. Now I'm all for shooting myself in the foot. That's my go-to to move. Yeah, for I you. I like to throw grenades. I can, yeah, I can tell, dude. I can uh, yeah. tell. Even I like, on the I mean, phone. You know, FedEx picked a fight with us. We got time? It would take me three minutes to tell you about this. We got we got all fucking day here. We got time? We got nowhere to go, Lucinda. Let me tell you what FedEx did. You know what? I don't know if I can say their name on that thing, but I don't care. You care. Who cares? Torch them. So we had this rep. And he would call and talk in a whiny voice. I don't like whiny voices. Mean what you say and say what you mean. I'd rather be aggressive and be in my face and we can mm. handle the issue. But don't use a whiny voice. Man on or me. woman? A man. Okay. That's even worse. And so then I said, look. So he would call and he would use that voice and he'd say, hey, uh, um, it was a week before Christmas 2020. And he's like, hey, can y'all ship on a Sunday, this, that, and the other? Yeah, no problem. Well, Laura, Miss Laura, who's behind the scenes here, and Carmen. 
they make these handmade cookies every year for my Christmas list. Like the paint them, like my mm-hmm. truck. They go all out. It's a wonderful thing ever. They had no sleep. Anyway, okay, we're coming down to it. We're feeling good about ourselves. As Sam calls me on a Thursday. <laughs> Christmas is like the next Thursday or something. He said, Lucinda, they are restricting the network. You can only ship whatever you shipped last year. I said, well, last year Christmas was in the middle of the week. We didn't ship. And he goes, yeah, so I, I, you can ship like 300 boxes. I need to ship like 2,000. These are Christmas orders, gifts, everything. Yeah. I said, come again one more time. I don't think I heard you right. He told me. I said, yeah. So what are you going to do about it, Sam? Well, let's send it. Use a whiny voice. No, we can't do. <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to get off the phone here because I'm about to say something unbecoming of a professional woman. Click. Uh, so then I called Carmen. I said, look, I know you ain't had no sleep, but you best call everybody, tell them to get to the office and uh, bring sleeping bags because we're either going to go bankrupt or we're going to get to the other side of it. She said, what are we going to do? I said, hell if I know we're going to figure it out. I called everybody that I knew, tried everything. And then uh, a friend of a friend that runs Bowling Branch Sheets, he said, uh, you know, Lucinda, their software is not that sophisticated. Once you drop, once they scan in your your packages, they're contractually obligated to to deliver them. But you're gonna have to get them in. So they're not that smart. So if you took them like 50 at a time and you put them everywhere mm-hmm. at the same time, you might get through. I said, Scott, let me say this back to you. Make sure I heard you right. You want me to carpet bomb FedEx? He said, That's all I got. I said, All right. Well, any plans better than no plan. So we got all this stuff together, right? So everybody comes in. We're packing them. I put out like a message on a, a face crack or what, what do you call that? Facebook. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. People you're, do it like crack. Yeah, you're on crack rock. Uh, when yeah. You're on it. It's fine. So told Karma, I said, put a message out to the LaBelle City page. Tell them anybody's got a trailer and wants to save Christmas, get to the Moink Warehouse. We're going to need trailers. We're going to need trucks. We're going to need all of our community to help us do this one. Okay, that come. So we're packing through the night. We're doing all these things. We realized if you wanted to overthrow a company, right? So if you wanted to get my company to do something and I was saying no, what mm-hmm. would you do? You would go to my workers. Yeah. So we put these little stickers on the boxes. We said, forget the people that's up here. Put it on a sticker. Dear FedEx worker, I see you. I know you're working. You know, they, they're mm. working in the back. They don't, I mean, come on. Sure, they they personally shit. didn't do this to me. No. They're, they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. They're working long hours. It's holiday. Everybody's shipping things. Mm-hmm. I said, very directly said, we see you. You're our people. And it says, a fate of the family farm rests on this box. Will you please deliver it? It's a very fight club move. Isn't oh, it? it totally was. So we get this everywhere, right? So now we're coming down to the wire. So I still have the packing list because we had this, I called him my little snitch. My little local station manager, he called me. I said, this is what I'm trying to do, Lewis. He said, I'll call you after work. And I can say this now because sadly he's passed away. So I can tell him secrets. He called me after work on his personal phone. He told me everywhere I should go. And a couple places, he's like, Lucinda, I don't think you ought to go there alone. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So I have my packing list. It says, like, knives, the dough, dollars, cookies. We're going to bribe. We're going to give cookies. We're going to do all these things. Because <laughs> one person has to talk their way through the counter lady, and then the other, then it takes two of us to hurry up and get them unloaded, right? Mm-hmm. And we're packing all the boxes. Man, we get to St. Louis. We get them in. Uh, we talk them into letting us drop like 100 at this place, right? <laughs> so I'm driving out of town. My snitch calls me. Lucinda, they're on to you. Leave that market. Because there's like different markets, and we learned them. Uh-huh. And so then the whiny guy calls. Lucinda, 
they would like to know if you have any more shenanigans planned. I said, who is they? Mm. I don't like impersonal pronouns. Me Give me somebody's me fucking like, name. Yeah. And he said, uh, well, who, who is saying this to me? I said, because Sam, you can't tell me yes, so you don't get to tell me no. And he said, uh, well, it's my boss, it's boss, it's boss, it's boss. I don't know. He said boss a lot of times. I yeah. said, all right, well, well, you tell your boss, it's boss, boss, boss. Where I come from, you don't fuck somebody without the courtesy of a phone call or reach around, and I don't care which one. But unless you got something to help me, how about you get off my digits because I got work to do? <laughs> and he said, well, listen, I'm just asking off the record. Meanwhile, I had trucks all over like Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska. We were all getting ready to do it again. You had to coordinate it, right? Yeah. He said, off the ref- record, I'm asking you. I said, Sam, off the record, I think you're a narc. I ain't telling you nothing. <laughs> like, I'm not telling you nothing. So, okay, we get down to the last day, right? So we did this over three days. And how many packages do you have left in the last day? <clears throat> the last day, I'm the last truck, last package. We're at the Kansas City Airport. I got 150-some boxes that I'm trying to talk through. Okay. So I walk in, we had learned like their software, their codes, Carmen and I had like rechanged all their like things so they read the right way, mm-hmm. like on their airport code, right? Stayed up all night doing it. I walk in, excuse me, ma'am, I have some boxes, uh, Mark DG, can I deliver them? Cause you know, only so much dry ice can go and all mm, this stuff. Too. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, sure. And then she goes, wait, what's your company name? Moink. She goes, oh, no, ma'am. There's been a company-wide email. We are not allowed to uh, send your boxes. Your shipper number has been blocked. No shit. I said, all right. You got a manager here. Yes, ma'am. She comes out. She goes, hey, Lucinda. I said, you know who I am? She goes, we all do. We're rooting for you. But uh, can't do anything about it. I said, all right. I laid down on the floor. She said, can I help you? Inside the FedEx? Yeah, right in the office in the lobby. All these, there's like 15 people behind me. I lay on the floor like this. Longest poker game of my life. I lay like this. And then to add to the insanity, I take my knife. Where's my knife? I'm just like going like this. Like like true feral insanity, right? Crazy people make people uncomfortable. I start going like this. Freaking out. She goes, "Uh, do you need something? Yeah. A plan. A life plan. Because if you think that I'm going to drive back home and hang my head in shame, and tell my employees they ain't got a job. And be the person that bankrupted somebody else's family farm? Well, you're wrong. Mm. So I'm not getting up until I figure this out. I don't care how long it takes. How long were you there on the floor? I, th- I was prepared to go at least 13 hours before I needed a cigarette, a coffee, or to pee. <laughs> but she said, let me make a call. And she come back and she said, get up, Lucinda. We'll take your boxes. Come to find out the rest of that story was they called the rep and they called my little snitch. And whoever the boss's boss mm-hmm. that was making the decisions. And uh, my rep said, you want me to call Moink, let him know that, you know, it's over? Mm-hmm. And uh, my little snitch said, you can tell her that. She's batshit crazy. She'll do something different. She's not going to stop. And so he said, this is a woman? And my snitch says, not only is it a woman, you got to understand, they ship these boxes from this town in 94, and all the people that work for her are like uh, reformed criminals, punks, farm kids, former military. They're not just crazy. They like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right we do. So, uh, you know, we always say, yeah, FedEx picked a fight and we were brawling. 
But pretty soon, people stop picking fights with you. But you, this is what it's like to be in the meat industry. That's just one thing of, like, I'm not saying that happened because we were in the meat industry. But I am saying that, like, it's a long road to hoe, both as, like, running a business in the middle of nowhere. But I'm, I, I believe that you, you can run a business and make it profitable by making doing the right thing the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, with all that to say, that long story is to say, yeah, we, we know who we are, and I have definitely stacked the deck with my employees in my favor as far as uh, we are the people that fight for what we believe in, and we do believe in rural America, we believe in the family farm, and we believe that you shouldn't have to wonder if when you go to the grocery store if you're helping, uh, you know, another country. Xi Jinping. China. Whatever you're China. doing. Yeah. Like, like, maybe yeah. you ought to just be able to know, right? Anyway, but with my that, soapbox. why did FedEx not want the business? Okay, so it had really nothing guess. to do with that. They were their network is overloaded because so many people in COVID, everybody was ordering in 2020. Oh, everybody, gotcha, their gotcha, network gotcha. was yeah, overloaded, yeah, yeah. so they restricted shipping numbers. Like you can only ship this much based on what you did last year. Mm-hmm. So who did that screw? The farmers. Yeah, <laughs> the small businesses that maybe the year before did. Yeah, but Amazon something? did fine. Yeah, yeah, they, they magically did all right, right? didn't they? Didn't yeah. miss a package during COVID yeah, from Amazon. Now nah, I knew stress eat pie. Yeah, go ahead. All right. uh, help yourself there. Uh, Did you like it? It's good. It's probably the best pecan pie I've ever had in my life. And I'm, I'm sorry? I'm from Georgia. So. Um, I, sometimes, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm just, will I'm, indulge for sure. I'm, I'm waiting. Just don't fucking pressure me, all right? Okay. Yeah, wow, wow, that escalated really I don't, quickly. I don't, respond. don't, don't, don't <laughs> fucking said, tell me oh what to God, do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Drink something. <laughs> Calm your nerves. Didn't you tell me to calm down? Uh, yeah, but okay, that's so what you're that... supposed to say to women, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, Dan knows the rules, dude. And then he turns women on the camera so, I do, so he doesn't get, so he's got like, she can't knife oh, you're me goddamn now. Right. I'm, yeah, uh, dude. I'm yeah. gaslight the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all come up swinging. I'll act crazy right up until the point that the camera goes on. And then I'm like, this bitch is crazy. She's yeah. crazy, man. There's nothing worse than an uppity woman. Oh, it's my just goodness. Like, oh, boy. Here Meanwhile, we go. it's like, mm-hmm. You're pulling out switchblades and shit like that yeah. on set, which mm-hmm. is all fine kids we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros half off the bundle package oh why 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 do they do this to us Ah, how are they making any money i don't know either i don't know either this deal has been going on now for like six months 50 percent off that's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together uh, into one lifetime of magic. Uh, most popular version is the Split King, which comes with two remote controls instead of one, but all the fun dingets. Uh, enjoy it while you can, because I don't, I don't know how long they're going to leave this 50% up. I mean, it's, it seems a little nuts at this point. Uh, if you want just the mattress and you're saying, Ross, I already got the adjustable base, you're going to get 40% off and two free luxury pillows with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Also, go through the rest of the store. Uh, the sheets are amazing. Uh, they've got the, the bed covers. They've got uh, the weighted blankets. They've got mattresses for RVs now. All the things. And if you type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, you're going to get 40% off. It doesn't matter how many things you put into the cart. Uh, and at checkout, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit. All the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. So if you get 40 items in the, in the goddamn store, congratulations. They're forced to give it to you. 
at you know not only 40% off or 50% off, but they got to space it out over three years if you check that option. Highly recommended. Today could be the new day that you get a, a brand new bedroom set. I don't know if that makes any sense. We've been drinking all day here. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Obviously, we've got moink.com slash drinking bros. Right now, listeners of this show are getting free bacon in the first box. You're also getting an entire year of uh, ground beef for free. Uh, You just got to buy some other stuff from the store and then they'll give it to you. Uh, blast of a show today. We had some drinks. I had to record this afterwards. Not going to lie. Uh, but this is the best in the best. I've never had that ham before. Full disclosure. I'm not that big of a ham guy. That is the best ham I've ever had. And now I will order it. I can't fucking believe it, dude. Never been a ham guy my entire life. I don't know what they're doing to it, but it's amazing. Uh, but I have had the rest of their products. Uh, burgers are amazing. Steaks are amazing. Chicken's amazing. And they've also got some bratwurst that are awesome there as well. Go to moinkbox.com slash drinking bros right now. Free bacon in your first box in a, a year of uh, ground beef for free. Again, that is moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash drinking bros. Free bacon and free beef for a year. Just got to order some other stuff there. Best in the biz. Last but not least, we get hardafseltzer.com. We just hit our 300th store today. We are live in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida. I heard from a little birdie that North Carolina might be next week. Let's go. Let's fucking go. So we got to take those down out of the uh, online store, obviously, because it's cheaper. Just go into the stores themselves and buy the booze. Way cheaper than shipping it to you. Uh, hopefully, we'll be in all 50 states uh, by the end of next year some point. So we don't have to do the online store anymore. But if you're not in one of those states that I just mentioned, we will ship it right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. But if you are near one of those states in the southeast there, I feel like we got the whole southeast almost locked up now at this point. All you got to do is go to hardafseltzer.com. Type in your city or zip in the store locator. They'll take you to the closest store in Alabama. Take you to the closest store in Georgia. They'll take you to the closest store in Tennessee and Florida right now. Or you can just remember to yourself, hey, dude, Total Wines. We're in every single Total Wines in all of those states. And uh, and that one's super easy as well. Plus, if you are in Florida this summer and taking your kids to the ballparks, we're in the Miami Marlins Stadium down there and the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium for, for Major League Baseball as well as the Tampa Bay Rowdies if you're into soccer down there. Uh, Hard AF Seltzer is served in all three stadiums. Very, very easy to find. And uh, when you're with the kids, you can have a little 8% to keep the night going. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. Support us and support the show. I want to ask you a, a personal question, though. Uh, going oh, wow. back, going back to your father. Mm. Um, you you meant you talked about suicide and the suicide rate with farmers. Yeah, is it because of poverty? Well, I don't think that anybody could ever claim to know the mind of someone that takes their own life. But I'm sure you've thought about it, right? But if I had to guess, right, I would say definitely the inability, like, hmm. I can tell you my personal situation of how I feel. I cannot erase 
any sort of dark clouds from my childhood or, or that pain or, or my mother's pain she had to endure. But I tell you what I can do. I can fight. I can create a business mm-hmm. to make sure that no farmer ever has to stand where he stood and choose between feeding your family or making your farm payment. And how That's po- what I can do. Mm-hmm. And and why is it? Is it because of poverty? I, I, I don't know. Not I, I, I can't tell you. It could be dignity. It could be it's isolation. It could be um, who knows? Who could claim to even know? But I can tell you, I can devote my life to saying, well, let's just make sure that it's not this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Let's get these pops, possibilities off the dang table, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that would be my thought on it. But I, I wouldn't know somebody's own mind, for sure. Because you're one of the few farmers <laughs> that is profitable. And the ones that we've had on the show in the past here, and we've done, I don't know, 15, 1,600 episodes uh, of this. Uh, it's identical to what you said at the top of the show uh, with a farm. Either it's inherited, uh, you're born into it, and uh, nobody's just out of nowhere buying a farm and then starting it. Yeah. The equipment's way too expensive, yeah. uh, especially the, the tractors and everything else. Like I think it was the millennial farmer who was on uh, a few months back. He's got a, a massive YouTube channel. He's out of Minnesota. Uh, does all his own farming and everything else and then sells everything. But uh, he was talking about how expensive the equipment is alone and the upkeep of it and everything else. Uh, and the you know just the loans you have to take out to even attempt to do some of this stuff on a farm, yeah. it's way more vast than people understand. And, and mm-hmm. once they get there, they're like, oh, shit. And then God you're not have mercy. I know. <laughs> right. And then there's the rules and regulations from the government where you've got the <laughs> USDA and, and yeah. everything else trying to approve. And then they're taxing you and trying to take your money and everything else. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yes. And then FedEx on top of it, the story you told earlier, we were like, holy shit. What would make someone want to be a farmer in today's society? Hmm. That's funny. And one time I had a well-known reporter from a well-known paper say, why is it? If farmers are losing money, do they continue to farm? Is this because, statistically speaking, they have a lower educational level? All right, talk to me like that one more time. See what happens. <laughs> it's fighting words. I well, think you just called me stupid. Call me stupid again. See what happens. See what happens. <laughs> and so I might have said something back to, to the effect of, like, uh, let me guess. You probably think strawberry milk comes from pink house. You they remove think, all this meat surgically from the animal. That's yeah, yeah exactly. that's how you probably out. think that Geronimo should say thank you for, to the U.S. government to sending him to Florida to Pensacola, right? I don't know. Pensacola is pretty nice. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we can debate that later. Uh, you can go back to gaslighting me when the cameras go off. I will. Yeah. Okay, fine. But then, why do we do it? Because really, you got a good point, right? Yeah. Like, once I got done being mad and wanting to, like, punch somebody in the face, I, I said, well, it's a good question. I'm going to tell you. It's our way of life. It's our culture. So this is what we know. We know rural America. We know small towns. We know uh, farming. It's not just a profession. It's a way of life. That's why we do it. That's why we're willing to go to extreme links of like working another job to pay for farming habits. And and I'm not saying that all farmers in the United States are losing money. There are some. I'm just saying the average on-farm income 
in the United States. Now, you can go look and they do this cute little thing when they put out the statistics. Farmers average income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, it's like $60,000. Bullshit. Right. Go look at on-farm income. What do they make on their farm? If the average is a loss of $1,100, then what do you think some people are losing? Probably a lot more than that. Yeah. You say? And if you're, if you're doing a median like that, like obviously there's the higher ups and then sure. they're going to offset sure. all the lower there's guys. There's a bougie, the totally. Rolex farmer somewhere, I'm sure, right? Totally. I don't know them, but they totally. probably exist. Yeah, because my, my first exposure to farming and uh, what the industry was, was uh, growing up in Georgia, we you know had people come in, uh, fathers, and talk to the class about mm-hmm. what they did for a living. And it was kind of like a career day, right? Yeah. Uh, and each dad would come in. And uh, there was a girl who was, uh, I don't want to say dirt poor, but she was poorer than the rest of everybody else in the class. And her father came in and was a farmer. And, uh, Are you talking about me? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> I think he's still alive. I'm not from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was going over the process and all the other stuff and uh, and how they had to get up at you know four in the morning and and everything else. And uh, and somebody asked the question in class. They were like, "Why would you continue to do this?" Yeah. They gave, he gave this exact same answer you did because I don't know anything else. Uh, and this is what I'm. Oh, but I know other things. Do. Why would you want to do it? I choose to do it. What would you, if if they came in and took away your farm, the government took away your farm and FedEx wouldn't ship your packages and Moink went down, what would you? I can answer that question for her. And I don't mean to uh, mansplain the situation, <laughs> but she would. Those trucks she used to get all of her stuff to the airport, she would load them up with hillbillies and guns and go do something about it. That's my, yeah. my, my on target there a little bit. No, no pun intended. Way off base. <clears throat> I think yeah, you'd be right. a, I think mathematician. You'd be a, uh, yeah. Like ro- like Swayze and Roadhouse. I think you'd be a, a bouncer. Is it because of the denim? It's all. It's the whole shit, dude. When she walked in, she kicked open the door. She did roundhouse the door open, yeah. And then she said, "Hey, do I have time to fucking uh, you know, rip a dart?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, for sure." And then you handed out knives to all of us. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm eating pie from a. You punched somebody's window. Uh, that was a whole other situation. Sure though. was. You're Either way, dude. Stories. <laughs> Either like, way, you can't just like. You know. You're the person that should be running a bar. I think if if you weren't farming, like. Yeah, I think you would yeah, be okay, sure. the girl at the door who would be knocking people out. Yes, we would have moonshine and pie. Yes. And I think and that would be a lovely And somebody else would bar. handle the customers because I might be a little too... I not. think the name of the bar should just be Apple Pie, and you can either drink that or eat that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay. One of the bet. two. You can have bet. a pie or you can have and if the you, moonshine. And if you request anything else, you get you, the shit kicked out of you, and then you get kicked out of the bar and banned permanently, right? That, yeah. I feel like I that's... Always, a, that, the, what I say to explain that is... I hate when I have to teach people manners, but I am fixing to. <laughs> Let me tell you the correct way in which to interact with me. <laughs> are you are you tracking on any of the legislation like the Prime Act and stuff like that? So for those who don't know, we talked about all the bullshit bureaucracy that goes on in the meat industry, especially like uh, in, in any state, <clears throat> you can get pretty good federal tax subsidies for having four or more cows on your property, right? If you okay. have a certain amount of acreage, but... If you slaughter the animal, you can either go to a USD processing facility and get it processed there, or you can only share it with your friends and family, oh, yeah. right? You can't sell it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's on I, farm I, I, don't, I don't know why the fuck the government gets to decide where I buy my meat. This is you know a what I mean? Big fuck those assholes. And the Prime Act basically extends from now, now a person that has a smaller ranch or farm can sell their meat to anybody they want to provided you know it, it's up to a certain standard right and you're feeling real good like this is going to happen 
I, I doubt it. Yeah. To be so honest. So you can go to Moink's blog and read about mm. that from like five years ago that I wrote it. Uh, you will get nowhere with it. Uh, well, this piece of legislation got introduced in 2021, I think, by Thomas Massey. But there is a previous version of mm. it. I'm sure, yeah. They, I'm what, sure they've been trying the, to do this. And let me tell you why. It's, it's one of the holdups. Did you know that there's only, where we process our chicken, there are only 14 in the country? Mm. 14. 14 of these kind of chicken processors in the country. So what he's talking about is like, if you process on farm, then you can't like sell it. You have to have USDA. You have to have an inspector on Stamp, site. Yeah. Uh, like they stand there and watch <laughs> as we kill our animals and mm-hmm. do all the stuff in the plant. No right? shit. But I didn't in, know that. And, so, and some so states even for vent, like if not, not in Texas, there's some other states where this is not the case. But for venison, I could go shoot a deer somewhere. Like if I, if I owned a big ass, let's say 25,000 uh, acre uh piece of property and had a bunch of access and white-tailed deer on it and i wanted to kill a certain amount per year process and sell them i can't legally do that and in some states and and some even in texas you can't transport that meat outside of the state for sale because that's a crime right and and it's also compounded by interstate commerce so they treat you like you're a fucking member of the mob or something because you're trying to feed people with meat that hasn't been poisoned by both uh monsanto and by uh, the federal government's bureaucracy. It's it's a cartel is what it is, right? So there was a, uh, I'm going to snitch on myself because like if they want to come get me, come get me. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I used to help with the farm aid concerts. You know, they have those every year. Oh, I yeah. do the food. And there was one in Kansas City, right? So they said, can you get me some chickens? So with chickens, you can do so many on farm per year and, and sell them and transport mm-hmm. them across state lines. Mm-hmm. Not across state lines. Sell them in your same area. Same state, like he's saying. Mm-hmm. Well, the Farm Aid concert was in Kansas City, Kansas. Ah. Which is My not even a friend's real. farm is in Kansas City, Missouri, on the other side mm. of state lines. I was like, my mom can get them, but you ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> and so anyway, I get them in there. And the, the USDA, they had a USDA guy there. It was oh, this is the best chicken I ever did eat. I'm like, mm-hmm. He's like, where'd you get it? I said, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't talk to me about these things. <laughs> and he looked at me. I said, I said, but it's real good chicken, huh? He said, yeah, it's the best chicken I've ever had. I was like, ain't that crazy that, like, you wouldn't have been able to enjoy this, like, if I was, in my head, I'm like, if I was a law-abiding citizen that didn't transport, (laughs) like, you know. But truly, this is what it is. And they are, they touch each other. Missouri and Kansas touch each other. Yeah. I mean, hello, anybody (laughs) looking at a map? I mean, we we don't need to be upset about this. But that is what it is. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's crazy enough that they treat booze that way. Like mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want to make your own booze and sell it, what the fuck? I, I, what? Why? Why is the government involved in any of this? But I guess booze is it'll it'll get you fucked up. So, but guess what? Maybe. They're not involved in that they should be. <clears throat> What's that? So if you want to say, okay, we're mad about this, one, like the things that blow my mind, right? So, exactly what he's saying. You can't like sell them. You can't do this. There are state-inspected facilities. There's federal ins- facilities, blah, 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 blah. Do you know that they don't inspect the damn semis that go from the plant to your grocery store? Really? Nobody's eating. Like, there's no, like, there's nothing happening to make sure that the temps are right. Oh, yeah. Oh, this blows my mind. But that, that meat is so full of preservatives and antibiotics and shit that, you know, it'll probably survive. I am more specific about what trucker, like my brother does all our <laughs> trucking for mm-hmm. us. If he can't go, like I won't, I won't let nobody do it because I'm like, that is part of the cold chain. And like, what if you, they're the reefer, like 
and you've got somebody at the grocery store that's just unloading a truck, don't know anything, mm -hmm. to even know, right? To go, hey, what is the temp on that truck? And do you have a temp stamp? Do you, you know, was your seal still intact? Mm -hmm. And like, can I see your logs on your reefer? You know, they they check their like logs on their trucks. Of course, that's a lot of regulations they probably don't need, but um, nobody's checking to see if that that meat was kept at the proper temperature. Yeah, I, it's, it's strange what they, they do and don't That's care about. That's what I'm saying. And, like, and I like, don't why understand are we it. Picking? Me neither. With, here, the US, here, with the USDA guy, though, like, what's like? does he not he know did, the difference in, in meats no. and oh, what's oh, in on. it? Come on. He, After but eating not. so much meat, you wouldn't know. Like, I know from the taste of yours versus the taste from the grocery store, there's a distinct difference on it. How the fuck does that guy not know? I mean, I didn't ask him if he had like issues or if he was dumb or something. I just <laughs> like I didn't like I didn't dig in. I was just like, I, yeah, I said a little something snarky to him. And then I was like, look, I in my brain, I just said, this is not the fight. This is not the time to fight because <clears throat> like, you know, my friends, it was their farm and mm. they appreciated. It's because he's a well. fucking useless bureaucrat. OK, that just there like, we go. Just like people that work at TSA now. Right. They used to fucking, I don't know what they did before this. I think they worked at Chick-fil-A and shit yeah, uh, or whatever. But that person at the FDA and the USDA, the person at the IRS, they don't know shit. They're reading off a fucking script. They don't know anything, right? That's why when you ask them questions, they don't know the fucking answer to it. They're at low frequency. And they're just there to fucking enforce the government's policies. That's it. Like, they don't have any expertise in this shit. You could teach anybody to do that job, right? But it is <laughs> that what they say about anybody with with gray matter can farm. Good fucking luck, dude. Here's yeah. a book on farming. Good fucking luck. You've got 20 years to make it work, and I guarantee you they can't make it work. Or just 10 to an acre, because a lot of these people, like you were saying earlier, uh, had moved during COVID, and they had this. They watched Yellowstone. They had this romanticized notion of living on a farm, doing all the stuff and everything else, and they were like, you know what, I need to do. I need to go to Texas, get a few acres. Get naked yeah. in a bathtub. That's yeah. what they need to do. Well, believe okay. it or believe it or not, most <laughs> of the farms helps in the front yard. Believe it or not, most of the farms don't have uh, your own personal helicopter. Yeah, I don't know if people know that or not. Yeah, but that's they not, don't. You, you don't know, have one. Listen, it's not. It's no. not a thing. Come it's on. Not a thing. My favorite vehicle to drive. I, I I have this that I will have till the day <laughs> that I die. I can't. I have another one. I have two because my everyday is a 2000 Ford Ranger. Really? Because the old yeah, school one. Yeah, because yep. it was my grandfather. So you crank the windows, yep. and there's no GPS, so it's like you're really free. It's got like the push cigarette lighter, and it still works. So if somebody tries to pull up next to me at the gas station and talk to me, and they make the sign like mm -hmm. roll down your window, they do that on purpose because I have to crank it. I have to lean. Yeah, crank over, that like, shit. Yeah, crank dude. Crank it down. I'm like, what did you need? You couldn't have like got out and come around. Those trucks were so popular. They just brought them back a couple years ago. I don't know if you've seen the new ones. I have, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not the same. Not the same not as the, same. the old ones no. and the shifter and like no, no GPS, no nothing. None of the fun stuff. What's your second one? What's your second truck? It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep Cherokee? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no shit. Yeah, you. I, somewhere, I, I don't have it. Maybe it's not my, yeah, my phone. I was going to say, if you want to see me pull chicken houses with it. Like when I first got it, I was like, um, wow, this is a really nice vehicle. How much power does it have? Does it have four-wheel drive? Uh-huh. Okay, good. Because I need to pull chicken houses because the chickens move every single day. You move them once a day. Okay. 
So you need some weight. You have to have a vehicle strong enough to pull it. Mm. Or you can do like a side-by-side <laughs> and put like weights in the back of it. But yeah, I use my Jeep to pull those uh, chicken houses. So it works. <laughs> Yeah, it works. Okay, so it the works. commercials are, are legit. Yeah, because we're not. Legit. I'm not. I'm never going to know that. So really? at least the audience. You're not going to come see me in Missouri. I brought I would, you pie, and y'all aren't coming. No, no, I, I mean, I thought we were friends. Come and see you <clears throat> if you're brave. I'll bring the wife and kids and all that okay, stuff. Okay, all of them. Let them play. I don't want to work on the farm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to get involved in that. Yeah, you want to sit on the porch and drink and watch yes. people do it. I'm better here getting farmers on the show and then sharing the story because in real life. I'm one of the useless people that you were talking about earlier, where if you collapse, <laughs> I collapse, and I, there's nothing inside of me that's like, oh, no, I could totally make it on my own and farm and do my own shit. I really shit. Like, love how self-aware you are. Yes. I believe I, that's step one. But I wish more people were like that, of like, here's what I'm good at, here's what I'm terrible at, let's help the people that are actually helping us and give them more resources, mm. and yeah. then take the money away from stupid shit Robin like Hood. Ukraine and everything else. Yes, dude, like... That's not going to fucking change my day-to-day. Whatever goes on in Ukraine or the money we're sending them and all that other shit, send it to the farmers. That's going to change my day-to-day life. I don't and actually my kids want and everything it. Else. You can shove it up your, you know what? Ass. I just want an even playing field. So when you so say you even playing money, field, what is it, though? It means the following, right? When I say I want an even playing field to compete, it means like some of the regulations that seem to be geared towards larger corporations in terms of like the processing Mm -hmm. that you talked about right like access in terms of marketing like the markets right Mm -hmm. it's like a cartel it's like a um you should read the meat racket to see kind of how much control they have i mean follow the money right one of the largest companies in the united states if not the largest privately held one is cargill which is a meat company Mm -hmm. So, like, they hide, like, when you go to the grocery store, you're, you're giving these cute little pictures on the packaging that look like this idyllic farm life. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going to regulate something, how about we regulate that, that if they were grown in a confinement building, you can't put that picture. Yeah. Because, you know, the words as far as whether you put grass fed, grass finished, all these, they are so highly regulated that it sometimes can take over a year to get that label approved. Mm. Oh, yeah. But then, like, my product that, you know, truly is legitimately that, well, if you want to crush me out or stamp me out to be able to, in the marketing game, what would you do? Make it really, really hard for me to get that label approval. Mm-hmm. Make well, it take just... a year and a half. Oh, this yeah. is what I mean yeah. by, like, an even playing field of, like, you know, um, they had the, it's called the Standard Stockyard and Packers... I think it was like an antitrust thing back in the 20s because they the meat like the meat racket became really uh, a big deal in the 20s like unsanitary conditions a few companies controlling so much of the industry yeah it's a monopoly Mm -hmm. and so it's like I'm okay fine capitalism may the 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 person that works the hardest win but when you remove the cheats of nature when you remove China from my from my playground, right? You know who comes out on top? It's not the person that got the subsidies. Mm, whatever, get away from me with those. It's the person that works the hardest. And people that farm because it's our way of life, because it's what we love, where well, I guarantee you, we are never outworked. 
That's oh, who yeah. comes out on top. I, look, I can promise you that. Even and and everybody we've had on this show who is a farmer is, is the hardest working uh, people there are. And uh, we can definitely vouch for that. Uh, what is the future of it, though? What is the future of farming in America with everything that's going on? Uh, we Again, I mentioned the millennial farmer earlier. He was talking about electric uh, tractors and things like I'm that. Joe. Uh, I don't know his real name. Is that weird? Yeah. It's just the millennial farmer to okay. me. Uh, but with that, um, with the future of farming and AI and everything else, are you worried about getting nuked out? Oh, my God. You want to know it's so funny when you guys say AI all the time, and this has become this big, like, the world talks about AI and you're saying artificial intelligence mm -hmm. and farm speak for the longest time. That's artificial insemination. Oh, that's <laughs> so, fun. Yeah. So you talk about AI and it's like <laughs> every time it kind of like makes me twitch just a little like, what do you mean? What's the future of AI? Well, that's what you're asking me. Like I'm a, like a sperm geneticist. What's the, what's the future of insemination? <laughs> that's, Lucinda, what the, uh, that's what I really brought you here for today. Yeah. That's what the eggplant emoji is. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get that one. Now, you, now you do. Ooh, over my head. Now you know. Um, I tell you, we are doing something that should have been done all along, which is we farm like our grandparents. So what is the future? Regenerative agriculture, it's a buzzword, but I'll explain it to you very quickly. Uh, I use the Lion King as a reference. Oh gosh, this thing I know, is, you I gotta just, talk into the microphone. I feel like it's on me, it's touching me. It's weird with interviews, it's, you actually have to talk into the microphone. Oh my God. Like, who makes these rules? Like, I'll just hold it the right government. here. <laughs> The government. This no, is all. This is all owned by the China. The government here. is watching me, and they're controlling all of this my is mind. Chinese owned. It's just physics. <laughs> it's just physics. Yeah. physics. Shall we debate the third law of thermodynamics? Oh uh, boy, what's the debate? Could, about? Yeah, okay. he could he None. could go over it for for None. hours if Nothing he wants to. Debate. I like science and math. Okay, uh, <laughs> regenerative agriculture. At the beginning of Lion King, they're holding up Simba. Mm -hmm. We're happy. The sun is shining. They're playing fun music. We feel good about ourselves, right? The gazelles are running in packs together. Ah, circle of life stuff. Okay. That's regenerative agriculture. Animals moving in tandem, they, they, they go in packs, right? Because they stay safer. So herded animals, like think about the buffalo that went across the plains, right? They ran across the plains. They, their hooves aerate the soil. Chickens put nitrogen into the soil. And their shit fertilizes it. Uh, not chickens, just chickens, but pretty all, much any All animal, of it. Yeah. But, but we use chickens on mm. my farm because they're a high ni nitrogen mm. output, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So our buddy Tucker Max has a farm down the road here. He does the same thing. He collects from this coop and, and makes his own compost out of yeah. it to fertilize the stuff. Yeah. And so we just move the chickens. <laughs> Remember, I just said I pulled them with mm -hmm. the yeah. Jeep. Yeah. You just pull them across your land. Rotational, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so back to the Lion King. What happened? Scar got him thrown. It was dark. It was twisty. There were hyenas. We were surrounded by idiots. It was bad, right? Yeah. This is big commercial ag. This is like how our food system has turned into. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear sometimes people will say, it's good for the planet to be a vegetarian. No, it's good for the planet to eat meat from animals that were given a life worthy of their sacrifice. Mm. Period. Because they gave back to the land first, because, right? And the because they capture carbon. Because yeah. like then they <clears throat> put the nitrogen in, and then like you don't have to spray for nitrogen. You get the... Uh, on my farm, the butterflies weren't there. 
guess how you get the butterflies and the and the bees and all these animal microcultures back by being a soil farmer yeah by saying what does your soil need mm-hmm. yeah okay there's a there's a big push in this going I mean, on it's now probably, probably you didn't it's called it. permaculture right there's this idea of a perma forest where it's just like you plant the right kind of stuff and then overload it with nitrogen for the first few years instead of waiting for a uh, hundred years for a forest to grow it takes about 20 give or take mm-hmm. um you can hear more about this on citizen monday morning okay okay um look this has been amazing i just i killed your entire bottle of moonshine by the way so oh my that's god that's great yeah at least and you now it's more. real when you the show cinnamon up stick is soaked in it so if you want to go high school and yeah, my since you don't smoke cigs, you can smoke my, a cinnamon stick. Put it right at my keister. I look. I used to smoke back in the day. Don't fucking come at me like that. I didn't come at you, you like know that. What I'm I wasn't using a judgy voice. I quit. Why are you I taking quit, it personally? I don't know. Fifteen years ago, because I want to smoke. I make poor life I choices. I want to smoke, dude. That's my own choice to make poor life smoking choices. Smoking is rad. You may make good ones. That's I, great. Good I for try you. to, but smoking is fucking me. awesome, is that what dude. You it's not, dude. It's not like I'm a. I'm a dirt bag. I wish I could smoke cigs inside, you know? I wish I could do lines off the table. Oh, well. Like, we can't do that anymore because well, of responsible parents. I can't do that. Other people I can. can do that. You can do yeah. that for sure, dude. Okay, so on that note, I think we should go back to pie. Why not? I feel like this escalated, and we should just get back to the bourbon and the pie. Yeah, what's in this thing? So what's the, what's the trick here? What's your secret? And what type of bourbon? Did you bring it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? So yeah, what type of some? bourbon do you use in this pie? Go ahead. Fire away. Who cares today? Who gives a shit today? I, I drink Redemption bourbon. Redemption bourbon. Who makes that? And, I have uh, no idea. You just pick it up from the store? I told you. I'm new to this whole drinking thing. All right. Oh, Bob, look up Redemption it. bourbon and see where this is it, from. I got it once to make this pie. Do you like sweet yeah, you stuff? Make the pie. What do you like? No, but I don't like rye. You don't uh, like rye? What about like probably rye. not scotch either then if you don't like rye? No, I can do uh, It's got to be smooth. I, I tried some Johnny Walker Black Label, maybe? I mean, I'm telling you, this has just been like two months ago. That yeah, yeah. That, I Johnny, Johnny some... that's Blue Label. Johnny Walker Black is a little harsh. Blue Label, that and stuff's about two fifty a bottle. It's pretty nice. Is it because it's black? Come okay, on, when Dan. I grow up and I work hard, it'll be my life goal to get some of that. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> I think this is like $25 or maybe 30 I right. just don't like... Is... Uh, I'm not a big bourbon person. It's too sweet most of the time. But there are a couple that are pretty good. It's going to be really sweet right now because I think some of my sugar from my yeah, you, yeah, you got the pie in your mouth. <laughs> Bullet's pretty good. Yeah, I like Bullet that. Rye. Yeah. No, 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 no. Bullet Bourbon is Bullet good. Bourbon. But they're rye. If but you it's like Bullet Rye, 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 rye isn't it? Uh, there's different it's versions. That, that's the yeah. one they led with. Okay, like I'm going to show my gray well. matter ignorance. That's fine. No, no it's, I don't that, know anything about alcohol. L- listen to him in that bottle. I'm just going to drink right, right out of it. Just drink it out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, dude, just do it. I, you don't have to wipe it. I fucking know you. I don't care if it has, it has pie on it. I know you now at this point. It's okay. okay. Yeah. And so that's we're homies. Yeah, we're homies. We're homies. So it's like, dude, I'm going to do this. Okay, do this. So Redemption Bourbon is owned by a Chinese asset management company. Oh, I'm done. I'm gonna puke. And they I'm own puke. they own uh, fifty thousand acres of farmland yeah. in Missouri. Oh, oh, and oh, well. yeah, um, oh well. Take me home. Is that Take me home. No, no, I need a bath real. in he, holy water. He made it up. It's not real. This is why. This is why I can't be an alcoholic. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. Where okay, is this what's from? What's, what's redemption? What is it? Uh, it's uh, a dude who was born in Nashville, moved to Kentucky, so bourbon country somewhere right. in there. All right. I just like the name. That's what my choice was based on the name Redemption. It well, just it's a felt nice, very redeeming. It's a nice bottle too. Like it's a it's a fun shaped bottle and all that stuff. And to be honest, when you're rolling through a liquor store, this is something that will catch your eye, and you're like, all right, fuck. I mean, it. the bottle a, looks cool. I'll, I'll try. It's a quart milk bottle, basically. So. Yeah, it's old school. Yeah, I like it's old it. school. Uh, now's the point in the okay. show, Lucinda. Where we get to the drinking bro of the week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today. 
Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to? Oh wow, Ooh, that's that is a, that's pretty good. It's nice, right? Yeah, it's not bad. bad. It's not too uh-huh. sweet. It's good. It's got a little crispness to it. Yeah, yeah that's I like what that. I like too. Like a like a um, like a crisp apple. Mm-hmm. Somebody that inspired me or helped you become the person and you don't or have, the lady you are today. You don't have to say me. Yeah, you don't have to say Dan. Don't feel obligated to say. Can I get yeah. some more parameters? I was really. I have a GED. No. Anybody? Who's, no. Who's, some, your father. I know was specifically here, here, yeah. everywhere. Like a specific. I have lots of important Shark people Tank, in my your life. Father. There's a bunch of people that I'm sure you want to thank. You know sure what? I'm thank. gonna go. I'm gonna go for my mama. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's made of a solid sheet of steel, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna give it to her. Because she's batshit crazy, and she owns it. And that's very inspiring. I feel me. like you're just kind of talking about yourself at this I point. I feel like you are, no, too. No, I'm 2.0. Are you the My mom version one? I classed it up afterwards. She, she calls she herself sleeps. mom. She's she just calls herself mom and then <laughs> talks about mom all the time, how great mom is. Oh, mama's not going to be happy about that. And it's your mama. Well, actually, my mother, mama. My, my mama, her, her grandkids, most of the time call her Mrs. Turpin. She goes by her. She was a teacher for many years. Mm. But she, like, she has a purple crossbow that she sits off her porch and, like, shoots she sleeps she's like it's my farm i'll do what i want because i'm like why are you sleeping in the woods mama it's my farm i'll do what i want I'm like, you know what i tell you what thank you for owning your crazy and inspiring mm. the rest of us that whoever we are we can be that fully she awesome. should write a song about that that'd be better than that jason aldean song i know Try that stuff in a small town. Are we mad about the song or happy about the song? I, I don't care. I don't care. The song like, sucks. Just, but. What am I coming into? It's just, it's a thing right now. Why do you right have such so strong opinions about it? It's because about it. I, I just don't like the writing. He's not it. from a small the... town. Uh, <laughs> after the Vegas shooting, he said it's too easy to get guns. Uh, three days after everybody but talks shit about his personally? video. No. But we don't get to trash talk people we don't know personally. Oh, I do. All oh, the time. Do That's all right, I do well, I personally, yeah. I, I don't unless I know them personally. <clears throat> but he's he also removed all the BLM riot, riot footage out of his video but now. But he Yesterday. also wrote Dirt Road Anthem. I don't know what that is. Dirt Road Anthem. Chilling on a fun. dirt road. Know. That's know, my dude. people. I get it. I'm Look. from the small town. He, ta- he wrote my anthem. Okay. All right. I don't know him personally, so I can't vouch for him. But Do you know Garth Brooks? I know a guy that knows guy. I love Garth Brooks. Right. But did you like him when he was Chris Gaines? Probably not. I just don't have that many strong opinions about like people I don't know. Okay. Well, you I gotta, just don't. Like, I think people are hard to hate close wouldn't up. Wouldn't it be fun if we had Jason Aldean right here? I know, right Jason Aldean walked right in. Yeah. But if they walked up and they were like, a, you know, like, I need to teach them manners, I'm going to teach them manners whether they you like them or not. Mm, just sure. So you know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't go yellow belly. No. Like, I make my own decisions based on the person in front of me, and I, that's what I do. I like that. I like that. So I don't know him. I, I can't say, but you might like him, and I get to know him close up. I might have to knock him down like Charlie mm. Brown. Yeah, I mean, it dude. might have to happen. You got to fucking backhand him. I get it, dude. <laughs> little, little rap Lay on him the down beak, and yeah. smack him, yak him, dude. I get it. I get it. Little, right, cool. little right. rap on the beak. This was exactly as weird and fucking crazy as I was hoping it would be. And you're awesome, dude. Uh, well, thank you. Best thank in you the biz. You yeah. weren't lying about the ham. Uh, love Moinkbox. Go to moinkbox.com slash drinking bros right now. And listeners of this show, get free bacon in your first box. Man, will you come back? I will. You're a blast. And you know what? You're Please, a uh, let me dude. tell your, your listeners, though. 
listeners, watchers, what do we call it? Watchers is Both. creepy, man. It's, yeah. But now a, that you've said it, I kind of like that, it. Yeah, I can't get out of my Maybe mind. That's, watchers. Maybe I love that. our watchers. <laughs> are you out there? Are you I, out oh, there? Watchers think, out there? So if you could give your drinking bros some love, the reason you want to go in, you want to go to moinkbox.com and do backslash drinking bros is because that's how I know that you know them personally. They mm, get sure the vouch is. for you. Yep. I don't have to knock you down like Charlie Brown. By the way, that bacon doesn't have all kinds of nitrates and bullshit in it. It's naked. Hey, we're actually doing free ground beef for a year right now, but are you really? Yeah. God damn, dude. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, because you have to use a whole hog. You have to use the whole a whole beef hog, yeah, and a whole hog. Mm. And so, like, you you have to manage all the trimmings go into the grind, man. Uh, actually, sometimes, believe it or not, it's the higher ends that go into that. Yeah. Because everybody claims <laughs> that they eat steaks every night, but given the option, most people are like, Ugh, I can't eat a steak every single night of my life. That's the most uh, un-American shit I've ever yes. heard in my life. Dan yeah, eats because steaks like, every single night. I am eating chicken you tonight. You have to cook it is a thing. And ground beef is sometimes is a, like, let me help you life a little bit. Life is crazy right mm. now. It's summertime. <laughs> People are getting back into school. Ground beef is is like fry up a burger. It's I guess. life changing. Yeah, it is. All it's, right. I feel like I just stepped into a bigger conversation. Dan's giving me the eyes. But I'm what I'm saying angry. is if you want angry, naked yeah. bacon or you want ground beef for a year, like, We'll hand, we'll yeah. take care of you. Moinkbox.com slash drinking bros, free bacon for a year, free ground it's beef a for a year. Forward slash. Forward slash. Uh, like OJ Simpson. Nailed it. What? <laughs> the jersey's behind you. I'm sorry. There were that was too easy rough. of a joke <laughs> to turn you down. Know you that came all of them, in hot. Yeah, you're, you're really erasing They're about to turn hand. off these cameras and shit <laughs> will get real. It's going to get Heads way Heads will worse, fly. Yeah. Okay. I, and I just want to be clear. I eat two steaks two, no, that's, every night. By the way, two steaks. And so whenever we go to a restaurant, because we travel a lot and do live shows all over the country, every time it's the same order to the fucking waiter. He's like, hi, I want a steak. And they were like, great, sir. What's your side? And he goes, another steak. And they're like, haha, no, but what do you want? And he goes, no, I, another steak. And so there will be two steaks that come out side by side. If they're not there, no veggies. he's fucking pissed off about it. I've, I don't think I've ever seen you eat a veggie Unless uh, you cooked it yourself, I do. Like I don't. I don't typically eat vegetables or or bread unless I make it myself. Right. Because I that stuff's. I mean, vegetables are just inefficient nutritionally. But he says bread is for poor people. So yeah, but I like it because yeah. I am. I'm oh, a poor. I have so. to come back. We have to have more arguments. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just don't, about bread I, don't eat, I don't eat bread that anybody else makes. Like the flour in the U.S., unless you get it from somewhere locally. Oh, is I see fucked. what you're saying. Yeah. As far as like the, it's bad. the, it's poison. the loaf yeah. of bread yeah. from like the dollar store. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. If something can yeah. sit on a shelf for weeks at a time, it's not going to digest in your body. Thank no, you. it's not great. Fuck that. It's not great. <laughs> That's uh, why 38% of Americans are either diabetic or in pre diabetes right now. 38%. 38%. Almost. 40% of Americans have type 2 diabetes or they're in pre-diabetes right now. You know why, right? Because they're eating bullshit. Well, they're eating bullshit. And then you have uh, people like Winky over here who's bringing in fucking pies. Okay, no, that are actually, delicious But all she let off with meat and no, cheese, bud. She did. Listen, no, we have to go the opposite way with that because you... I need some feedback. I've been trying to get, like, thick around the thighs. Mm -hmm. I'm eating so much food all the time. I'm not gaining weight. Um, well, because you're on a farm. So like uh, Clayton Crawford. Uh, yeah, you're amazing. Morph, one of my so best like, friends, a farmer. Your too. body works differently than other yeah, people. Yeah, dude. You're, you're, you're burning too many calories every day because you're up so and you're working all day like, long. Like, sit quietly and not move. Nothing, dude. To gain muscle, the only way to do that is to eat more protein. That's it. 
I, I mean, I'm a meat lady. I'm like. But you have to like supplement. Otherwise, you need to bump your. You're probably eating like 2,000, 2,100 calories a day. I don't know. I just eat whatever in front You of need me. to go up to like you probably. Want me to eat the rest if, of the if, especially leg muscle, you you need to go up to like 27 to 3,000 calories a day. 2,700 to 3,000. So you want me to start counting calories? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, you Not just eat. Happening. Just double the amount of meat you're eating during the day. Yeah. For a okay. while and see how that works out for you. All right, bet. I'll yeah. try it. But you're you're working on a all day. You're burning so many calories, like you're not going to gain shit. I know. That's dude. why I'm like just you're also bouncing it around in. yelling like Yosemite Sam and shit. I know. Yeah. I'm hyper. Which Plains burns a lot of calories. Shit, and you know. I'm always, I walk fast. Yeah, I talk dude. fast. I'm yeah. fighting people. Yeah. Do you wear Do you wear anyway. two six shooters when you're walking around? No, like, I usually carry two knives, but I only have one today. Mm. Okay. No six shooter for you. You know, or I like a sig. What's that? A sig? You like cigarette? A gun? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a sig sour. Yeah. 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 They were uh, one of our sponsors back in the day. They were great. No way. Yeah. We, we've yeah, SIG's good guns. But they I made prefer, us a bunch of Listen, customers. I will tell you two, two things. My weapons of choice are one, the switchblade, and I actually have like, a, I have a recurve, mm-hmm. and I'm really good at it. I like recurve better than compound, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Compound's Although the, too easy. Although the, the new crossbows, you can light something up at like 100 meters now with yeah, a crossbow. Yeah, okay, but that's too easy. Like, Don't you give have that kind to your mom. Yeah, dude, I agree. Give it looks your, like a fucking robot. Where it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's why? Weird. Like, you want me to think you're a big deal because you pull a little up? No. But that's, no, like old school Robin Hood. Is that yes. the kind your mom has? Does she no, have she new- has a compound. She's all mm. doing. She's not going old school. She's like, she's here, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Too, you know, you have to rise above your raisin. Sure, yeah, you yeah. sure do. Yeah. But those new crossbows, it's like a, it's you're pulling open a computer where you're just like, all right, sweet. There's nine thousand things, and like you know exactly where it's going. No, Any dummy Robin can Hood. do that. Yeah, Robin, Robin Hood. I've just old set up school. IEDs in the woods. Okay, yep. well that escalated. Yeah. Clack him off. He blew up a deer the other night and exploded mm. everywhere. You want to talk about farm to table? That bitch was on the table. <laughs> well, on that seconds. note, we're going to wrap it up and everybody sure go buy some. You're welcome. welcome. Go to moinkbox.com slash drinking bros today. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, wild episode. Fucking loved it, dude. You're We red. went all Lucinda. over like ADD. Come back. That. Come back. You're one of the best in the business. Appreciate you. Uh, for Danton and Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. I drink uh, an entire bottle of moonshine. Everybody, good night. <laughs>